Lotta, let me ask you a question. Yes, Josh. Do you love going to the theatre? I do. Do you love all things arts? Yes. <laughs> but do you never have the time to book the tickets yourself, look up all the events and get it all sorted? Absolutely. Well, let me tell you about Get-Go Culture. Get-Go Culture is a theatre subscription service that sends you to amazing arts events in London each month. Your monthly trips will be tailored to your preferences and the date you wanted to go, tickets included. Each event is hand-picked for you by working artists, so no more scrolling online and agonising over what to see. With Get-Go Culture, you just sign up and go. And listeners to this podcast also get an exclusive 20% off all memberships for the first month. Just enter the code GETGOFRINGE on the payment page. That's GETGOFRINGE. Head to www.getgoculture.com. Welcome to How's My Fringe. I'm Lotta Popola. And I am Josh Foister. And this is a podcast where we review fringe theatre. Mm-hmm. Today we are talking about... Persona. Uh, which is a stage adaptation of Ing- Ingmar Bergman's Persona. It with is. never beho- before seen notes that he had um, on what used to be a film. Yeah, it did. It was originally started out as a film, and we watched it at the Riverside Studios. Yeah. It was the first the first show of the Riverside Studios. Yes, of the new space. Yeah, well, for people who don't know about the Riverside Studios, it's gone through a five-year redevelopment, mm. so it hasn't really been doing anything for five years. It took a lot of money in order to get to the status that. And, well, I, like, what, what did you think of it when you, when you saw it? It's really really nice it's so beautiful isn't it, it is so nice you can really see so they don't just do theater they do um i think they do film showings they have mm. gallery spaces um and then they have a theater and yeah, then they have like loads of studios and it is amazing mm. and there's not because what what do you have that that away hammersmith you have lyric hammersmith Wait, is that even there? Yeah, yeah, Lyric Hammersmith yeah, is yeah, in Hammersmith. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you, you have the Lyric Hammersmith. In West, well, West London in general, there's like loads of other theatres in that. Oh yeah, there in that are. Area. There like, are. Like Katara Theatre, for example, that's in oh, that's in yeah. West London as well. There's loads, there's loads that way. Show how often I go to West London. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the thing, though, isn't yeah. it? Like, it's I I had a chat with one of my mates a few weeks ago. We, we were me and a few of my old friends were travelling somewhere, and one of them lives in West London. I live in East London, and then I've got another friend who's basically lived in like every part of London because he just never stays still. And it's so weird because me and him both said, he, I was like, nah, I'm not really like a big fan of West London. I couldn't live there. And then he went like, yeah, I've been to East London and I couldn't really live there. I mean, it's really mm. weird how, but we're both like, oh no, but I love that borough of London. Like, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, I don't think I really could move anywhere else apart from East London because I love it. But it's mm. so strange how people have such a different, like, yeah. oh no, this is my part of London. Yeah. What's your yeah. part of London? Um, Oh, like I live in Southeast now, mm. but when I lived in East, I was like, mm. yeah. East London's sick. I yeah. love East London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in the Docklands and, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, because right now I'm doing rehearsals in the Docklands and everyone's like, well, there's nothing here. And yeah, there's nothing there. 
Nothing. But that's why it's There's so nice. There. And it's amazing. <laughs> that's why it's so sick. It's so quiet apart from the planes. Lots of planes. Yeah, there is a lot of planes. <laughs> you forget about that though. You forget the city. But yeah, and... but and once once you live there, you don't notice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's so it's so weird. Like with that, I remember whenever you go there, there's like a really cool place, which I recommend for the summer. Not for mm-hmm. now, because I don't think it's no. open now. But during the summer, there's a really cool thing on the docks. Literally like on the, ri- the river bit where city London is, right down the far end is if you're going towards like Stratford sort of way, mm-hmm. there's like an open pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, have you been there? Of course, yeah. Oh, well, I, d- I, d- I don't And know. they've got <laughs> wakeboarding as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived like a f- 10, 15 minute walk from that. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, freezing, like um, unbelievably <laughs> freezing because it's just the open the yeah. open water. Yeah. Oh, but it's so but it's, sick. So it's the open water, but it's separate from the Thames. Yeah. So it's, uh, they it's like clean. do regulations <laughs> on it all the time and it is clean and safe. Yeah, like families go there, but it's, yeah. it's free. It's free. Yeah. It's a free open outdoor pool that's like regulated and in East London. So <laughs> another another bonus for East there, if you wanted to. Yeah, no, I, I really, really like East London. Yeah. But West London's also lovely and so is the Riverside Studio. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah Riverside, Riverside Studio. studio. It's, and it's so, it's such a nice area as well because actually my friend lives really close to there. So oh, I have yeah. been around that area quite a bit. Um, but I never realized that, <laughs> I never realized the Thames goes that close. Over yeah, there. yeah, it's mad. That it? was nice. Well, that's like, that's like the very end. You literally are like right at the end of what is mm. like the actual Thames before it breaks off and starts going in. Because like technically, where where I'm from in in, in Wiltshire, mm-hmm. like we get like our canals that we have there because we've got a big canal thing in like Wiltshire and Dorset, and they all feed into the Thames. So mm-hmm. like that part of London, you're basically at the end of it before you start going anywhere else. But yeah. like there's so there's a lot. You would never think it because there's just so many like like the bridge yeah. that's right outside Riverside yeah, Studio, yeah, yeah, yeah. which no one knows the name of because yeah. well, especially anyone I asked, nobody knew the name of it. I think it's just <laughs> so many of them. That's fair. But it's, yeah, it's a little bit like as you go into there, like you turn up and there's like the beautiful bridge and like the lovely yeah. bit of the Thames, all these like flats on the on the, te- on the and river. And it's very much still uh, like it's not finished yet. No, yeah, yeah, you can still it's, feel it. It's more. You to can do. still yeah, and and just the foyer. Mm. is you can feel that it's going to be real nice. And it's enormous. It's, it's enormous. Because from the front door bit, when you have to go to the toilet, which is just it's just a practical thing you need to know when you go into the theatre. Like, as you go in... Miles. Right down the far end. Miles. And you, walk, you see it. You see the big open foyer bit where you, like, in the middle of this foyer, you can look up and you see where all the other studios all are, apart mm-hmm. from, like, the main theatre space. Like, it's all the other studios and all the galleries and stuff. But you think... You look at it and you go, oh, that's only about like 15 metres mm-hmm. to be able to get to it. You walk across it, honestly, it feels like you're walking the length of a football pitch to get to the, <laughs> get to the toilet. It's like it's insanely big. I think it's because it, I heard somebody talk when I was in there and apparently it's what they've done is that it, where, where you, the now like foyer bit is, reception is, that never used to be part of the theatre. Oh. It used to be where the theatre is that we watched the mm-hmm. show in that part of it and that side of it all used to be the theatre but then during the redevelopment they took that side of the space as well and then they converted all that into the other like more studios and the cafe space oh. so it's technically double the size what it, what it used to be well that's great yeah honestly a great space um yeah yeah space that's, that's the riverside nice. studios and seats were comfortable they were they were very comfortable <laughs> There is a good point about the Riverside Studio. Cut very, very comfortable seats. Yeah. Also, was it me or were all the staff that, whether they were volunteer or not, 
were they not the loveliest staff in the world as well? Mm. Like the ticket, the the ushers who did the tickets must be good, but like the nicest people. Like it really made like the whole that part of the journey really nice because mm. it was just they were so pleasant and like welcoming, <laughs> and it was it really makes a difference, doesn't Fresh. it? From like when you get when you go to like other theatres and sometimes it's it's because like a lot of them are volunteers, but when you go to like certain venues. And you can just tell that some of them just do not want to be there. Mm. And you know what I mean? And, it re- and you know I mean? that makes a real big difference to your your experience you have Well, there. I guess I guess they are all at the start of their employment there as well, which we have to keep in mind. This is true. This is true. So they're very at positive. At the start of it. any job, you're like, wow, yes, love this. Yeah. Not that they won't. Perhaps they will love it forever. Um, I mean, they are, the hope, they are working in the theatre, so it is nice. who wouldn't love that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, there's nothing else I'd rather do. Fact. As I keep telling people. But, um, anyone who could give you a job. Yeah, anyone who, get, anyone who wants to give me a job, just know that I love theatre. That's, 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 that really? is the, that's like the big... Theater? I can't get enough of it. Wow. I, I cannot... It's almost as if you have a podcast about it. This is true. I mean, I, I, I the definition of eat, sleep, drink, breathe, and all that sort of stuff. But um, On to the show, yes, Persona. Yes, the show itself, Persona. Um... Do you want to say who's... Oh, yes, I'll say. So it was... Um, so what am I reading? Tell me what I'm reading. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Director, Paul Schoolman. Schoolman? Probably. Probably not a schoolman. <laughs> That's awful. Fucking <laughs> 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 well, you know. oh. I love that name. It's uh, like, you know, a, a, say it again. a just, mild just, superhero. Just didn't get it. Just say, what's his name? Sorry, Paul Schoolman. Paul, Paul Schoolman. Okay. Just Paul so Schoolman. We, just so we know. Um, and then production designer Fotini. Dim- oh, why am I doing the names? Why are you making me pronounce all the names? I don't know. It's because you said it because you were about to say like, oh, it's written by and, st- and all that. Yeah. So th- well, all I was doing is just voiding you in the way. Just okay. saying it was directed by and then yeah. we can, we'll, we'll I've mention this to the team it. later. I don't think well, I need to we say it then. again. We, we've done that then. <laughs> so now on to what we thought of it and what um, and our experiences so of the theatre. I, I so this, por- per- this performance incorporated... Um, uh, an earth harp, is that the yes, term? Yes, an earth harp. And that is an instrument invented and played by William Close. There you go. He, he is the inventor of the earth harp. And I it's believe. an incredible instrument. Basically, it sounds kind of... It doesn't sound like a harp. It sounds like... Um, I, I don't I even know how to the, describe the good way the to sound. What it sounds, the good way to describe what it sounds like is if you think of any Ominous horror film, music. yeah, 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 any horror film, yeah. any thriller, or any psycho thriller, or anything like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've always got that sort of like warble effect, yeah, and like yeah, that sort yeah, of like yeah. high, like the sort of higher, bit like yeah. big sounds vibration, like that. That's basically yeah. the sound of an earth arc. and it's just a phenomenal piece to even look at because um, the the element, the main element of it is kind of this desk so to speak and Mm. then um they've got these wires coming out that go across the entire audience and end on the far corner of the ceiling and then the man who plays it and then the desk also has um lots of points of contact that all make different sounds uh, more of like a drum effect and the man who plays it as well yes yes, yes, the easy way to describe i think the bit the way it's all attached to is it looks like the back of a boat 
<laughs> it Is that, that looked like a back of a boat? Yeah, you know when you see like I a back see. of like an old yeah, school yeah, boat yeah. where it's like yeah. flat, but it's like curved it's at the bottom. Curved. It literally looks exactly like that, but then they've attached these 30 foot long mm. wires attached to it to make, to make then, it look like a big open piano. And then it was this, yeah, and then it was the spectacle of um, William Close. He, he would, uh, at the start of the show, he put on these gloves and then put, them in ch- what I assume was chalk. It might not have been chalk. It looked like chalk. Yeah, um, yeah. And then he touches. He just touches the strings, and that is what creates the sounds. Mm. I thought that was amazing. It was. It was so so. Like I've never seen anything like it. Because when you first come in and mm. you see all the like, you see the wires shooting overhead, you go, ah, oh, it's sick. And then mm-hmm. you're like, you you start playing, and then you. Don't, I didn't expect it to be an instrument because I didn't know much anything no. about. It. I try and go into shows very much like, oh, yeah. let's just see what happens. Yeah. So I didn't know that there wasn't an earth harp and that was there. So I just saw these wires and I thought, oh, cool, that's gonna be like part of the set. What they're gonna do to put it or hang stuff on it. I did not expect a man to come out and play mm-hmm. the earth harp for the hu- like the whole thing. Like, it was, oh yeah, it was he was on so, stage the whole time. So cool. It was very cool, and I sort of expected it to be an instrument but I didn't expect it to sound as good as it did. Because a lot of times, I don't know if you find this, but a lot of times when people invent a new instrument, it always, like, you know that invention that people made the gloves um, next to the, like, electric stick? You know that one? Have you seen this? Have you seen this instrument? Yeah, yeah I just want to hear you and describe it, just, it a little bit more. <laughs> it's an electric stick and then someone with a glove and they you, move their hands. You're making it sound like it's, it's a mime instrument. <laughs> but it is. That's what it is. But it, it plays sound though, doesn't it? Yeah, it plays sound, but they just move their hand in a space. Um... They don't actually touch anything. And it looks really cool. But the sound is very, like, screechy. Mm. And so when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is great. I just hope it also sounds great and it did i always love instruments that are just really weird it's like if you ever watched cabaret the film cabaret no. i mean now it's a bit, a bit off theater topic but like it's a it's a theater show as well but they got this really it's is she just like a bit of you know like an old warbling board that you got oh that you yes, yes, yes it's like that but it's a really thin bit that you can like yeah and you put this the stick along it and that changes yeah. the vibration of it so that's a that's a i love really weird looking instruments because he mm. had one on there like one, that lightning thing where it's just like a tube with a bit of rubber stinging at the bottom of it and it makes like the sound mm. of thunder that's what you saw there was a point oh yes i've seen when he that. shakes yeah. it lightly and it yeah, goes yeah, yeah. it was that very was cool yeah so. well done well done did you go to east 15 by any chance i did go i did <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, i could I'm, see uh, that your thunder effects were mm. from your eyes i'm training. someone who just plays of anything yeah, you know i mean yeah, you check me sound i'm gonna play i'm yeah, gonna play yeah yeah Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, the Earth Harp was phenomenal. That sounds like I'm taking a mick out of East 15, by the way. Can I just clear up? She's saying that because I'm a very proud East 15er and I'm very and proud of that says b- it part in of my almost life. almost every conversation. I don't say it in no, every conversation. Now you're making me sound like I'm absolute, so pretentious. Yeah, 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 okay, you don't. I'm you just don't. a very I'm proud East 15er. Joking. So, what did you think of the show? So, I've been trying to work out the best way to sum up my thoughts on this show and uh i think the easiest way to sum it up is i i mean i didn't enjoy it i didn't enjoy it and i i think it set out to achieve things that were possibly a bit too ambitious in order to achieve Mm. i think is the best way for me to sum it up because i think what they they wanted to create the same atmosphere as the film and they wanted to create this almost have you seen the film uh 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like years and years ago, I watched okay. it though. But yeah, but um, but the, the, what they try, they try to create because it's almost like they try and create, what's the what's the other director who does like yeah, he does like Mulholland and Drive and and Conan and stuff like that. I want to say it's oh, what's his name. No idea. Um, Just keep going. But either way, it's like it's like what he they try to create something the same as they try to do. Where it's almost this sort of psycho thriller, yeah. like psycho psychological like demanding show. Mm-hmm. That like tries to confuse us and take us on his path and like and like make us seem like this weird world around us, but I just wasn't, I just I just wasn't convinced by any of it. I feel like their their first aim they tried to do of it is like they they had they saw they had they wanted to do this script and they went, oh we could put an earth, like an earth harp in it and then th- that would because cr- that created the sound as if yeah. it was that, but then the story of it like the added like because the narrator mm-hmm. is an added on character yeah it was uh, it. the nar- the narrator was um kind of the bergman's notes yes throughout his writing process and things and i just i i don't i don't know whether that particularly helped it or hindered mm. it but for me it just, i don't know i don't know if it actually did either i think like, it was just like an added bit that just wasn't in the way like you could have got rid of that and yeah. had it it's just the two female characters telling doing their part of the story because that's the thing. If you take away all of the those, those sort of like thriller moments they were trying to get, yeah. and this sort of like confusing psychological story yeah. they were trying to get away, if you just got rid of all of that stuff, and it was just these two women telling this just this basic story of this famous actress who suddenly goes silent, and this this like sister nurse trying to like help her, mm. that story in itself was already really interesting yeah. enough. But they tried to put all of these all of these things on top of it, which were literally just on top of it. And I think what they did is they had that story. They put all these things on top of it and the things on top of it just crushed the rest of it. Mm. I think is a good way for me, I think for me to sort of sum up what my thoughts are on that. Yeah, I mean... (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I just, I, I was just confused a lot. Yeah. And I, you know, I I was enjoying what I was seeing and the actresses were playing their parts beautifully and there was a lot of emotion, but it was all very, it was all kind of one note, if that makes sense. No, you, I think it yeah, was no, you're all right. played in one note and then um, beyond, but, but then it was, it was just... Yeah, I didn't know which plot points I was supposed to be focusing on, which plot points I was supposed to just kind of um, just accept as an addition. And yeah. yeah, it was, yeah, as you said, a lot of things were piled on top of the story. Because um, to, to me, the plot points weren't even important. When I was watching yeah. it, I wasn't focused on any of the plot points. Even when a plot point came up, it took me like the next scene on to realize that some like they were talking about something else because they were just because they never changed within the scene it felt like there was no yeah. no change in like dynamics within the scenes or within the characters that then made me then feel some sort of shift in a story mm-hmm. or plot it was all this and again they tried to then marry that with then having this earth up going over the top but again mm-hmm. yeah it's beautiful but i but I just, I just don't think that would then emphasise the points they were then trying to make in a piece. I felt like it was pushing them away. I think it was, as you said, it was, it was attempting to do the movie thing, and a movie thing to do is to have everything kind of be cohesive in a colour and 
music theme. And not that theatre shouldn't do that. Theatre should also always be cohesive. But kind of the grey of the set versus, and the grey of the backdrop and the kind of ominous sound of the harp. No, the harp was beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah. slate the harp in any way. But, um, yeah, it just... But that felt like a separate show. It, it did. About it like I could, like if I had shut my show. eyes and just listened to that, I would have got a story by myself by just <laughs> listening to the music. Do you know what I mean that's how mm. good that was? I could have, I could have got a complete story just by listening to the harp. But then it was just like separate to them, what everything else. And then there were, but there were some scenes that that were breaking away from the kind of the the tone. Um, for example, the the scene where Sister Alma gets um, drunk, yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. and then immediately that scene has has a whole different energy and life. Th- that's what it was. I honestly I hate the term energy because <laughs> it's such a directors love to like when I was doing um, various shows that were perhaps not of the highest quality. A director would just keep saying energy 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 without explaining what that is is that yeah, tempo yeah, yeah. is that vol- like you know it's it's not a term that i enjoy however the show was very low in energy yeah. because the topic was very low in energy but then yeah. so for example this scene where sister alma gets drunk it just the energy was was there and then as soon as that is happening i was engaged and i i you know, I understood everything that's going on. And then the energy would drop again and we'd go back into, you know, I just don't know. I, think, I just don't know. I think where, where a lot of this sort of comes from, though, is because, and it goes into that classic thing which you get you get sometimes in theatre, and when it, but it's the classic thing of, like, what happens to it when they attempt it is when people try and take something that was originally for film yeah. and it was film and then they try and make it for the stage. Like sometimes, sometimes those crossovers work, but that's normally because there was like an intention yeah. of it being theatre, but it got made into a film or just that the, the actual structure of it and the sort of style of it and everything works to be able to transfer mm-hmm. to stage. But with something like this, it, 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 it could you think of certain scenes that you had, if you look back on those scenes now, and you had the same sound effect. It was all the same setting, but there was a camera directly in front of one of the ca- actors' faces. They were talking yeah, certain bits. Yeah, absolutely. I would have instantly found it so much. Even if it was in that setting, even, even if yeah. they weren't like in in real life, they would have been like outside somewhere or in a different building that or something is like that. Such a good point. If, it, if I had saw saw some of those bits, but just real close-ups or like some sort of like, or the idea of the camera camera following them around yeah. the stage. Then that sort of works, and I know, and I know that's like that's that's just one way of doing theatre yeah, on stage. I mean, like doing film on stage can work in very different ways. Whether you do just translate it straight so it just does text, or whether you want to put some element of film into it. Yeah. But for me, it was like they. It, that's what it was. It was like they literally just that's tried what, to yeah, yeah, yeah. take it, that's put what it, it was. on there. We just watched a film on stage, um, and the only really theatrical element they added onto it was the earth harp, which is why I think we both left thinking the earth harp was the best thing in the world. Yeah, but then, because if you had had that, but if you had had that soundtrack, the exact same soundtrack that they were playing on the earth harp, but that was over the top of him recording it as though it was a film, mm. that would have been, you, really, that's like an amazing film that it had the potential yeah. of being, do you know what I mean? On that, but then that's the thing, it was, all, it was already, I mean that it, it was is, already yeah. was that, do you <laughs> know what I mean? So it was like, there was no, there was no change way, and I don't, th- and I think what they, they tried to attempt to make that sort of, bridge from film to theatre I think they tried to make that 
by putting that narrator in in order to mm-hmm. give it that sort of new new viewpoint yeah that new viewpoint and that sort of like and that would give it more of a theatrical structure mm-hmm. to be able to drive it through but then it didn't but that, that just that just didn't gel because the narrator was just a narrator do you know what I mean all they did was tell us they did the thing that because normally obviously with a with a film you wouldn't necessarily need the narrator because, because the camera could then yeah. do that bit for you whereas in this you needed the narrator but then the narrator then didn't feel like they were then part of that story so then that it never yeah. then drove through uh, like yeah i i can't i can't i i don't want to say i didn't like it because there were certain elements that i really enjoyed but at the end of the show I was left confused. And sometimes at the end of shows, you're left confused, but like an energetic confused where you want to talk and figure it out. And and at the end of this one, I just kind of felt like I had missed something, but I had been there the whole time. So mm. I couldn't have missed anything. Yeah, I, had, I, I left the theater with a very mixed bag of emotions, very <laughs> mixed bag of emotions. And through all of them, all I carried on thinking is, out of all these emotions I felt, I do not believe that any of them were the emotion that they were intending me to leave yeah. with. Do you know what I mean? I, I that's and that's like the big thing for me is that they just did, I just didn't leave feeling how I felt like I was meant to be leaving mm. feeling, which is a shame because I really really wanted to. I really really wanted to, but I just it was such a I just space. didn't. Yeah, and the actors were phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but again, we saw. I think one of the first performances of it, so. True, true. Perhaps onwards and upwards. Yeah. Have Have you got a a fringe oh. value for this one? Honestly, as always, it's not a problem if you don't. But you know, some uh, people like it. Yes. So you you do you if you're not. I do. So my fringe review for this is a standard block fringe. Um, with a singular strand of, um, what should we say? Something... Don't fucking involve me. You carry some, on. Um, I'll say, <laughs> like, a single strand of, uh... Hair? Red? No, <laughs> of course it's hair. Red or, or a bright, a bright highlight on a blocked fringe. That's what... That's what this show was for me. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, you're cool, welcome. Cool, cool, cool. Fringe review. All right. <laughs> Suggestions. <laughs> my suggestion. Uh, this week, Vaults Festival starts. There's my big one. If we've yeah. told you this before, but do it again. Go and watch something at the Vaults. Anything. Anything at all. And my other... Oh, rec- I, have, I, have, I have recommendations for things to watch at the Vaults. Um, one is a show called Naked by Paige and Luke. I think they call themselves Naked Productions. Do you know them? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. They because they they did a residency at the theatre. They. Oh, yeah. did they? What a weird small world we all live yeah. in. <laughs> they were at the comedy night. Yeah, I want to try. I, I want to try and go and watch it. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah, there yeah. you go then. So ho- yeah. hopefully we'll talk about that on the podcast in yeah. the future. Hopefully we will. Um, and then. There is a show at the Pleasance Theatre called. It is called. Oh, where where would he have sent it to? Um, it is called. Um, 
No Sweat by Vicky Morin at the Pleasance. Mm. And it's a fab little show that a friend of mine is doing. Sick. Uh, another recommendation at the Omnibus Theatre, there's a show called The Glass Will Shatter, which uh, it's already started, but it runs now until the 8th of February. So get down to that because that looks very, very good. Uh, we might watch it as well. So might see you there. You might hear us talk about it. So there's that. No Sweat by Vicky Morin and Reese McMahon. Sick. Yeah. Have you got any life advice? Oh, for and this that's week? that's oh. on fourth fourth of February to 29th of February at the Pleasants. Oh, well, cool. Have I got any life advice? By God, buy yourself a nice, solid, rainproof jacket. No showerproof. No showerproof. No. I I think I gave because you will th- be sad. I think that was my bit of, like, bit of life advice for like the first episode. Was it? <laughs> yeah, I think it was to always do, but, like, put money into a good winter coat. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. And also a raincoat. That's my life advice oh, wow. for today. Wow. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> uh, my, my life advice for this week is, 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 again, I always try and keep them very simple, but they're very universal. Plan, plan, and plan again. Too much in life we try and wing or we try and just go with the flow. There's nothing wrong with just planning yourself out, organise yourself, whether that be for work you have to do, to like plan. Because this is the thing, people go to try and do things, especially when it comes to work. People try and get to it and then just try and do it there and then. Plan, prep. So when you get there, it's easy. That's really solid advice. And it's so, it's so simple, but people think it's a lot of work. If anything, it's less work. It is. It really is. And it's so much, so much more pleasant. I love that last week your life advice was to make a big old calendar on your wall, and this week your life advice is to plan. Oh, I let, it's like I'm, I'm a proper like organized. Solid. I'm an organized no, freak at the minute. Absolutely. Um, and that is all. Thank you for listening. Like it, share it, rate it. I don't know. Whatever you can do to it, do it. Um, Sick. But take care and have a good week, guys. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Bye.